Good evening. Welcome to Bible Talk with Jane and Shannon. I'm Jane. And I'm Shannon. And our topic tonight is salvation and happy Thanksgiving. That's happy the Thanksgiving. night. Thanksgiving. We're doing this on Thanksgiving night. Yeah. We've had a good Thanksgiving, I thought. Mm-hmm. Friends came over. We Friends, laughed. Family. We had laughed. We had fun. We ate too much. All good things. We found out peach pie is good. Yes, peach pie. That was good. new. So we're talking about salvation. What do you think about when you hear that word? My first thought goes right to Ephesians 2. Okay. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this hmm. is not of your own doing. It's a gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. That's the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of salvation. And I also think... By grace through faith. That word salvation, mm-hmm. it really isn't used like in typical conversation outside of the bible that i ever know no we talk about saving something but we rarely talk about the word salvation as a noun itself well i have a little little blurb from eugene peterson he talks about what it means from the root and this is he says the hebrew word for salvation means to become whole again to be delivered out of danger at the root of the word is the idea that no matter how closely evil hedges you in God will clear a space for you, and it will be a big enough space for you to have the freedom you need to live and move about freely, which is what God did with the Israelites, and it's also what God does with us. I like that. Mm. And that did remind me of uh, Matthew 11, where Jesus talks about, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Mm. But I like how he says it in, isn't it Matthew 11? Is that where it is? Yes, 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 yes. But I, I like what it, how it says it in, in the message, so I'm going to read that. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And then you could read it from a different version if you want, but it's Jesus' words. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I like how he interpreted that. Yeah, the NIV, the more traditional reading of that would be, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Mm. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So if you look up... The word salvation, it means deliverance, preservation, deliverance from ruin, harm, loss, a lifeline, uh, conservation, means of escape. And I think it's in Matthew 6 where Jesus calls us salt and light. And those are two things that can preserve things or make things grow. And that's what we are in society. It's interesting because this time of year, I just saw it the other day when I went to spearfish and picked Pete up, mm-hmm. the Salvation Army shows up. Oh, that's right. The we Salvation. never see them the rest of the year. I'm sure they're busy doing what they do, but this we never physically... all they, their donations. They're not physically seen until then, yeah. And you know what? I will say this. That is a good charity or organization to give to, Salvation Army. Yeah. That's I what I know. I don't know much about it, but I, I was in a George Bernard Shaw play in college. Mm-hmm called Major Barbara, and Major mm-hmm. Barbara was a major in the Salvation, Salvation Army, Army. Mm-hmm. and we sang a lot of those old hymns as part of that 
play we were seeing uh, throughout the lifeline and things like that because that's the concept of um, you're going down for the third time you're drowning mm-hmm. and the salvation of Christ is what can pull you back nothing else mm. can so mm. that's interesting interesting thought I just right. came, and to, came around that without salvation from Christ we can't have the abundant life that he offers us right and we can't and he will always save us if we cry out to him uh, well spiritually yes and no okay I, I'm not going to overly disagree with that one but Matthew 7 21 read it not everyone who says to me Lord Lord will enter the kingdom oh but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven hmm and so we have to be careful in that one um, there's no name other than Jesus that we can be saved under you know I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the Father except through me mm-hmm. but you can't just Lord Lord it you have to do more than that mm. it has to be a, a heart commitment and he has to be reborn in the spirit there's no there's no way around it's not that. a nonchalant oh hey Lord yeah no we have it had we have to be but it doesn't have to be like I'm thinking of the the thief on the cross he said remember me but that was a heartfelt and it was heartfelt, but it That's wasn't the like it, there wasn't any. There's no magical words. No, you just have to trust and believe. Right, but you can't just not like you said nonchalantly throw it out there, or you know, oh, I waited till now, and I guess now's my time. Now it might be too late. So, you know, Titus three five says he saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy. By the washing of regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that people have to remember that salvation goes more than just a one-time event. Right. It it's is a, a complete change. And salvation through Christ is not just pulling you out of the fire, but it's creating a whole new you. Mm-hmm. It's a change in everything. And that's why I think the Lord, Lord, is nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that might know, mm-hmm. but don't do. Mm. And knowing without doing is worthless. And that, Knowledge without action is worthless. Right. Second uh, Corinthians. Uh, I can't think of where it was. But we are new creatures in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's in one of the Corinthians, and I can't think of it. Maybe you can look that up. But I remember think. Okay, so on the outside, we still look the same, but we're actually. We are like completely different creatures because now we are heavenly creatures. We, we are, are, are we are children of God filled with the Holy Spirit. Right, and it's if if we could see in the spiritual realm, we would see uh, one human who doesn't know Jesus and another human who does, and spiritually we're totally different. We're not even the same thing anymore. I mean, we became something completely different. Right. Yeah, and uh, so and that that's part of salvation too, and that's something that I mean I can't stress it enough, but um, I can't. Some of these things are are part of that mystery that's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, salvation comes only through Christ, and only because God wanted it. God wanted it and sent His Son so that we could have salvation, so that we could be redeemed, so that we could be bought back, so we could be saved. It's not like um, 
somebody giving you a hand up as much as somebody paying your debt. And that's what Jesus mm. did. Right. He paid it he off and set us free in a way that we've never been free. Right. We've ne- we're not free without him. Um, but with Jesus, we can be free. And if that happens, then that is the, the salvation of God. Right. True freedom, though, we can never get and sent I back. I think... I know there are some people that feel like they experienced it, but all they really experienced was maybe a bunch of rules. Like, do this, do that, do this. Christians don't do that. Christians do this. Christians, you know, a very shallow kind of understanding. And they, or they have a bad experience in church, in a church. Doesn't matter what church. But they have a bad experience with a certain denomination. Or they have a bad experience with with Christians, because we're still human, and we don't do everything right. So they will walk away, and they say, well, I tried that, and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. So they're not understanding what it's about. I mean, it's about Jesus and being in relationship with him. I saw, uh, there's a little conversation, someone that um, our kids knew, Pete's age, Somebody and this person was uh, asking for book recommendations. Hmm. Pete piped in the Bible, and that person said, "I tried that, not for me." And and I, that makes me sad because I don't think when some because I think that person was truly sincere. They felt like they really did try it, but I. If you meet Jesus, it's completely different than just maybe getting emotionally about excited about, you know, kids go to VBS and 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 maybe you really enjoy listening to certain people talk about yeah, there there's just something different. Sometimes I think people think they know, but they're just going through motions or they're going along with the crowd and maybe their crowd happens to be Christians. Right. Is, am I making sense? Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. No, I think you are. Um, you may wander around a little bit once you get there, but you're at the right destination, I think. In John 11, Jesus says, I am the resurrection of the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Mm. I thought that was interesting. And then he says, do you believe this? It's that concept of belief, surrender, allowing ourselves to be saved is part of our mm. position in that. Right. If you don't want to be saved, you can't be saved. Right. You have to choose Jesus. You have, well, you have to choose salvation. And it's not because we choose it that we get it. It's because God offers it to everyone. Right. And if you do choose it, God will give it to you. You know, that is there. Jesus said, I'm the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and go out and find pasture. But it also says in Revelation, I'm knocking. Mm -hmm. If you answer, I'll come in and eat with you. Mm -hmm. I'll abide with you. I'll live in you. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what's offered. So um, if we don't fully accept that then there is no salvation mm-hmm. you can't partially you I mean you can't let somebody get their foot in the door and then slam it on their foot and expect to say see i welcomed you into my house mm-hmm. right that's not how that works well i think it's that thing you're either pregnant or you're not pregnant either. yeah 
Jesus said, you're either for us or against us. That's it. Yeah. There's no there's no half measure there. I will say this might be... I looked up the first time they mentioned that word salvation in the Bible is uh, when uh, Jacob, who's now known as Israel, he's giving blessings over each of his sons at the very end. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he give a blessing over his daughter? They never mentioned her after that problem where she was... T- yeah, so anyway, I know, that was a little, okay. Okay, but this is in the blessing, or what his prophecy over his sons, over the prophecy of Dan, and he says, Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a serpent in the way, a horned snake in the path, that bites the horse's heels, so that his rider falls backward. For thy salvation I wait, O Lord. I have no idea what that all means. I have no idea either why you brought that up. Well, because that's the first time salvation is mentioned. There's some kind of theology that the the first mention, that some people feel the first time a word is mentioned in the Bible is very significant. But I'm I really, sure it's significant, but I'm not sure if it's significant in the way that we're, we're talking, talking about, today. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't... Yeah, so if, if you know something about Dan and why that has significant about Jesus, I guess, you know... It's all related, so that was probably a really bad tangent. Oh, but God, um, here's a little thing I wrote. Uh, If we accept his means of escape or salvation, Mm -hmm. escape fear with faith. We escape hate with love. We escape anger with compassion. We escape chaos with peace. All salvation is from God. So we're also talking about there's salvation in, uh, it's because we don't use the word really, except for with Jesus, but he, he can change any circumstance, or we can be within his peace in any circumstance, no matter what's going on around us. He's our salvation out of madness, even. Right. And we are called to be the hands and feet of that salvation also. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark 16 here, I'm starting at verse 15. He said to them, this is when he appeared after the resurrection. Okay. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Mm. That's it. I thought that was, well, there's more, but yeah. that's where I'm, I'm stopping there, but... We are meant to go out and preach the gospel. And it says, whoever is believed and is baptized will be saved. Mm-hmm. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. So we are meant to cast that seed no matter what. Mm-hmm. And as such, we are planners of salvation. We don't have any other role in it other than that. That's salvation is God's domain and only God's domain. But we are meant to share that good news, that gospel, the, the word of God, which is what gospel means, the mm-hmm. word of God. Um, oh, does it mean good news? I thought gospel meant good news. No. Oh. And the word of God. Are you sure you should look it up? You're usually right. I will say Shannon is usually right. The teaching or revelation of Christ. Oh. What Thank is the you. gospel? The teaching and revelation of, mm. God, of Christ. So, what are the five gospels? This five five gospels. Well, there's the the Q or whatever it's called. Yeah, the fifth gospel. There's somebody made a book about that. But the four gospels: 
Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are the are the life of Christ, and it is the Word of God. It is it is the teaching of Christ. Mm-hmm. So, uh, through the teachings of Christ, through through what we learn from Christ, we can begin to get an understanding of salvation. I don't know if we'll truly understand how much we've gained or how how much we have escaped truly until we are face to face with God. I don't think anybody will really understand the full depth and breadth and width of what salvation means until we get to see it from the other side. Right. Um, That one verse you brought up, Revelation Mm 3.20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will dine with him and he with me. Interesting, that is in the message to Laodicea. Decia, mm-hmm. and they're the church that was. I know your deeds; that you are neither cold nor hot. Right. I would that you were cold or hot. So, because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. So it was particularly to these people who just thought they had it all together, and they're I don't gonna, know, going through gonna the motions. Coast it. Yeah. yeah, they're going to coast it. They're not. Didn't have to work at it. Didn't have to really commit to anything. They're the ones who Jesus says, "I'm knocking. Let me in." So. They must have had some kind of, I don't know. But I guess we all can get there. We can get lukewarm. We right. can get comfortable. And uh, that's not a good place to be. No, I think, but I think we should be resolute and firm and convicted within our salvation. Mm-hmm. When we have received salvation, we should be strong in that. That is that's the that's the huge difference between Christianity and any other religion. Mm-hmm. That is the one big difference. If you've accepted Christ and been baptized and received the Holy Spirit into your life, you're saved. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. That doesn't exist in any other religion. No. In Islam, you don't know until you're dead. Yeah. Maybe I was good enough. Maybe I wasn't good enough. In Hinduism. You just keep going through the, the reincarnation until hopefully you get to that point where you reach Brahman and you no longer have to live anymore. Hopefully. That is a horrible Unless you mess something up, then you might go down a ladder and up a ladder and all sideways. It's exhausting. All sorts, yeah, all sorts of, of hopelessness involved in that. And Christianity is the one who... Even assurance. The, the one assurance. So we should have comfort in that. Yeah. Comfort in our salvation and and courage in our salvation and belief in our salvation to the point where um, once we have it, it's not going to go anywhere. We 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 are the ones, the only ones with the real with an answer. Actually, no one else has an answer to um, of hope. Mm-hmm. Nobody else, no, no other religion can give you hope. I will say, and I know there's truth. A bit of truth. You know, there's probably nice little sayings in all different religions. You of know, there's reasons why people like certain things or they right. seem. But I do believe if someone is truly seeking truth, even if they're nowhere near, near Jesus at the time, if they keep seeking, they will find him. And I've heard a lot of, I've heard that, like, um, during Ramadan or whatever, mm-hmm. a lot of 
Islam's, uh, Muslims, Islam's, oh, Muslims have dreams about Jesus and he's talking to them. That, that, that has happened to many people, I guess. Jesus is in the Quran. And as uh, Muhammad referred to Christians and Jews as people of the book, mm-hmm. the Bible. He just said he had more than he had the next step. He was a he was a step ahead of us, but of course it's a step backwards instead of a step forward, yeah. which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Romans eight uh, thirty seven thirty nine. Paul writes, "Knowing all things, all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Mm-hmm. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth." Nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of Christ, in, the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm. I I don't understand um, how people cannot see some of those things because that that is that is clear. But to do that, of course, you have to accept Christ, and you have to accept the inerrancy of the Bible, and you have to accept that you know this is. This is the this is the ultimate truth, and once that happens, everything else fades away mm-hmm. because nothing can separate us from the love of God, and that that is salvation in and of itself. That's that's the salvation in the end is love, the love of God. Period. He loves us so much; he sent his son so that we would have the opportunity to accept him and be saved. Do you think some people? refuse to or pretend or whatever like they they don't accept the message of Christ because by do, doing that then they're acknowledging God's authority over them of course because there's a lot mm-hmm. of people who just want to feel like I don't I can do whatever I want to do I no one can tell me what to do, you know? Like they, but of course that's false too. What's more, what's more childish than hearing someone say, you're not the boss of me? Yeah. What is more childish than that? I say that to my sourdough starter. She's not the boss of me. I haven't fed her today. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, that is true. You're not the boss of me. Yeah. Salvation is becoming a part of the family. It's the adoption of the mm-hmm. family. It is going within the circle that is beyond us without it. There is no way to God except through Christ. There just mm-hmm. isn't. And unless you accept that, you can never accept salvation. You have to accept the, the fundamental truth that God is God and Christ is Christ. And God made a way for us to be with God, but that's only through Christ, period. Say what you said on Sunday, because that was so good, about it being an opportunity. Oh, yeah. There's so many people that look at salvation, at Christianity, at Christ, and all they see is exclusion. Mm -hmm. They see, oh, you have to do this, or you have to do that, or you eliminate these people, and you select these people, and they think that, Christianity is a religion of exclusion because of that. And they look at rules and they look at all these other things. And I think that's a wrong-headed way of looking at it because it is not exclusion, it's opportunity. Mm-hmm. We deserve death and hell, period. Every single human being walking on this earth deserves hell and death. There, there's no other way around it. And I don't think any of us 
should be able to look at ourselves and not and deny that. Mm-hmm. I mean, how egotistical is it for us to say I don't need anybody or any anything to help me? I'm I'm perfect the way I am. Show me the person that says they're perfect, please, and honestly believes that. Mm-hmm. But they fight with this concept of. Well, Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes except through me. I am the only way to God. And they fight that because they think it's exclusion, but just the opposite, because the Bible also says God sent his son so that no one would perish. He opened a doorway that didn't exist. Wow. Are you mad because there's not a window? Yeah. Are you mad because the door's the wrong shape? If You know, the analogy I, I mentioned on Sunday was... Oh, it was Monday night, remember? Monday, yeah, Monday night. Yeah, and this is good. If analogy. we're, uh, if you're on a sinking ship, and they say the lifeboat's over here on the right side, and there's room for everybody, why would you say no? I, I really want to go to the left side. Why is it only the right side? Why only the right side gets out? They said there's room for everybody. I know, but I don't like it on the right side. What? Yeah. That we would look at that person and say, you're insane. You're going to complain about the fact that there's a way that you don't perish when you should, when everyone will, if you, you know, if they don't get in the boat and you don't like the way the boat's positioned. Mm-hmm. How insane is that? Mm-hmm. And yet people look at Christianity from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think the opportunity, when we have the opportunity to sit down and speak with someone, and truly share with them what the love of God is and what the what the concept of Christ and his love is. We need to make sure we, they understand that. Mm-hmm. And stop saying, well, these are the limitations. Now, any of those rules or limitations or any of the hang-ups that people have are man-made. Mm-hmm. They're not God-made. Mm-hmm. They're man-made mm-hmm. through experience through mm-hmm. supposition, through secondary, you know, hearsay, through television or movies or radio or preachers or whatever. Those are all man-made things. You just come to God as you are. And you get into the Word and you see what He said, not what somebody says He said, what He said. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my problem growing up. Um, never encouraged, always in, always in church, never encouraged to have a personal relationship. That was, that was a strange concept. I just had to go to church and do what they told me to do. Mm-hmm. And that is very much contrary to the word. Right. Our, my salvation is not based on another human being, and another human being can't save me. Only Christ. So my relationship with another human being or following what another hum, human being says will not lead me to salvation but to loss. Because no human is perfect. Right. Only Christ. Mm-hmm. So I have to go directly to Christ for my salvation, for my understanding, for my enlightenment. And it's one of the one of the saddest things in this world is the fact that we, especially as Americans, have more freedom than anyone ever in any time in history, in any place on the world. We have more and more access. Mm-hmm. To the word, and yet we use it less and less. Mm-hmm. We squander it. And it's, uh, you know, when there I... are people that are dying to get a Bible, and sitting at my computer or sitting there with a phone in your hand, you could look up every possible translation that's ever been done. 
Mm-hmm. And every concordance, and every you could. There's so many study guides and so many things that will help you understand the word. There are so many ways that the spirit could use all the technology that we have these days and all the all the information that's available to, to us if we would just get into the word. Or another, forget the rest of the junk. Get yeah. into the word. Or even even in America, most I would say most any church, if you want a hard copy of a Bible, you know, all you have to do is go to a church, and I'm sure someone at that church would find one for you in the church. And I if mean, they don't, that's not a church. Right. Or they'd say, hey, we're out. Go go to the church next door. I know they have some extra. But, I mean, if you go to a church and say you want a Bible. If you come to my church, I'll find a Bible. Yeah. If I have to give you mine, I will do so. Um, oh, we got a lot. There is no... There is no reason whatsoever that someone could not get into the Word. Mm-hmm. Except... They just don't want to. By choice. Mm-hmm. And that is what that is what our one and only free will choice is with Christ. And that is, do you or do you not accept me? That's it. And I do... If you have not... And this is another thing. So many people think they know what's in the Bible because they... Maybe they did go to Sunday school for a little while, or maybe they went to VBS. They think they know what's in the Bible. They might know a few stories, but I I pretty much guarantee they don't know those stories in entirety. But if you haven't read the Bible, you don't know the Bible. I mean, you know the difference that I will say I see between someone who who is in the Word and who isn't in the Word, mm-hmm. but says they know. Mm-hmm. The ones who say they know say they don't need to know anymore. Oh, yeah. The ones who are in the Word understand that it is constantly evolving and constantly being revealed to us over and over. It's the living Word of God. So in getting that relationship with Christ and getting into your Word, you're developing a deeper and deeper relationship with Him. And so if someone tells me, yeah, I kind of know my Bible, you don't. If someone says, I have not even begun to uncover the depths of the Bible. Mm-hmm. I know that person's searching and they're looking. Mm-hmm. That's the way I feel about it myself. I'm, I, I do not know my Bible. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know that's where I need to find what I need to find. But I'm not going to ever say I know everything in the Bible. I don't mm-hmm. have enough years on this earth to know everything in the mm-hmm. Bible. But I, I can find out more and more and more and more every single day. Mm-hmm. And the living Word of God reveals Himself over and over and over. If you want to do something really good for yourself, read your Bible. And even if you don't like to read, this is different. This is not just a book. This is this is meat and milk, and this is how you nourish your soul and spirit. This is how you grow inside. You can't grow spiritually without the Bible. So I'm going to pull it back around full circle here. I started with Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. Uh-huh. And I want to say that again. Okay. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may, may boast. You cannot earn your way into heaven. You cannot earn salvation. You don't deserve salvation. But it is a gift based upon faith. Mm-hmm. True belief is faith. And how can you truly believe someone you don't know? 
Mm. Get into the Word. Know Jesus. Know peace. Receive salvation. Okay, I won't say any more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, thanks for listening. Yeah, God bless. And if you haven't accepted Christ at this point in time, get into your Word. And accept Dive him. into there. Ask the questions. The he Spirit will you. answer. Mm-hmm. Ask the questions. God will answer. Bye. God bless. Again, the music thing. <laughs>